Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Good. (laughs) Well, I am now. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Wife, what's what's been wrong? Let me guess. Could it possibly be hay fever? Well, do you know what, actually? I feel like my hay fever is worse today because today it's slightly less hot and that's apparently when it gets worse. So when it's really hot and then the temperature drops, and it hasn't dropped by much, it's only like, what, five degrees maybe. Yeah. But um, when the temperature drops, the trees and that think it's the end of summer and just release all their pollen quickly because they're like, oh, my God, quick. Oh. So if the temperature drops, apparently your hay fever will get get worse, which does tie in today because my eyes feel rotten. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll watch out for that then because my yeah. I've I've though I've not had suffered with hay fever uh for years and years and years and then over the last few years I've started to suffer and this year it's just been ridiculous. Mm. Uh so much so that I decided to go to a walk in uh GP on Saturday because I I, I had to just hibernate indoors. And Aww. I couldn't do anything. I just, I just, it was like going into lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I just shut, I just shut yeah. myself in the living Hoover, room. Yeah. Hoover, everything, dust everything, yeah. shut the doors, don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awful, absolutely awful. So thankfully yeah. they did prescribe me uh, some uh, no spray and uh, and a stronger tablet, which mm. Touchwood seems to be doing the job, but I I thought that I would try and uh, so the, the the doctor said do two squirts of this stuff up your nose uh, morning and then two in the evening and then yeah. when you go to the uh, chemist and it gives you instructions it says four squirts up your nose once a day I'm like this is great yeah, you get two the, different that's the of... same thing though isn't it it is the same and thing I, I've got that as well and have I you do I do well oh yeah what do you do knots. Well, I do two lots of two in the morning and two lots of two in the evening because at my last hay fever asthma review, he said, well, you can take more of any of this medication if you need to. So I'll pick to this and that back to that. And if you need to take more, you can take more. I was like, oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this morning I thought I'd just do, I'd, I've been doing uh, four in each nostril in the morning. Has that yeah. been only the last few days? But it seems to have worked really well. So this morning, but when I wake up in the morning... I can start, I can feel it. So I thought, oh, maybe yeah. I'll just do two in the that's, evening and two in the morning. Yeah, I think um, that's why, to spread it out, because otherwise it wears off before the end of the day. Yeah, and so I'm kind of... And then you can't sleep properly. Well, yeah, but I'm kind of now wondering whether I might suffer during today. But we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, for, hey, for aside, <laughs> what, what have you been doing? <laughs> uh, quite a bit, because we recorded really early last month, didn't we? And this is we my, this is quite early again, isn't it? So it just feels like a very long time. Um, yeah. I have done two different demos. I went to Swale down near Maidstone and did my faux food demo. Oh, cool. That was, did I talk about that? That was during the train strikes. I think it was coming up last time I spoke to you. I think it was coming up. I don't think. But I've got the um, got the coach down there and the coach back. The coach back was a really long way, but actually, it it didn't didn't feel that bad. Okay. Um, got something to eat. Had a little wonder. I couldn't wander too much because I had like big heavy bags with me, so yeah, I didn't really feel like walking around too much. But the weather was nice. There was no rain. Do you know what I mean? It was quite comfortable. Yeah. And the coach was actually really quick. And I've also discovered, which is very handy, that I can get the coach from the same coach stop and go all the way to Stansted Airport. Really? It's either Stansted or Luton, one of the two. I was like, oh, and it's if you book it ahead, it's like £3 something. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Windsor I did mm, last week, I think, and that was the cartoon cake I did for them. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, that one. I got the Elizabeth line, which I've never 
done going that way before. I've always gone through Waterloo and changed. Yeah. And I can get got one train all the way from Woolwich to Slough and then a bus. No like, way. So wow. much better because it was when it was like 30 odd degrees. I was like, yeah. Elizabeth Lines air conditioned. I'm going that way. <laughs> wow. Gosh. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then got a lift back to Slough on the way back. So I think when I'd quoted it, I was going to go to their local station, which was Datchet, and then sort of walk because it's just around the corner. Yeah. But I think I'd go the other way in the future and just say, I'll pick me up from Slough. Because <laughs> it, it literally was like a seven or eight minute drive. It, it's not far away. Okay. So, yeah. It's like, oh, this is a surprisingly easy route. That's really good. Um, yeah. I have... Oh, I went to a little festival that was on in... Uh, what's the name of the park? can't remember. The little one that's by Tower Bridge. Oh, don't ask me what the name something, of the park Something fields. But, yeah, it's when we went uptown, we took pictures by there. Because you're right, it's a little grassy area right by Tower Bridge on the south yes, side. But no um, idea what the name of it is. Something oh. Fields Park. Yeah, okay. I think I know the one we took yeah. No it's idea. got the theatre next to it and hang on, let me Google. Uh, park by <laughs> I've got a parking it's defaulted by. That's not what I want. Potter's Fields Park. Oh, yes. That's the one. Yeah, I went to a little Uzbekistan cultural food festival. Right. There on Saturday last week. Oh, no, Sunday last week. It was Sunday. Um, because do you remember our holiday that we got cancelled? Yes. It was meant to be in Uzbekistan in 2020. Well, we thought we'd go and have a long, but the other two couldn't make it because one was working and one was at a wedding. So I went on a fact-finding mission to find out. It's like, <laughs> it's probably a good time to go. Because most people there will speak English. So if there's questions about food, yeah. and that was what I had the most questions about because it didn't seem to be a country with very many vegetarian options. So I thought it's better that I go and like find out what things are and what to expect. And they had a stand from the airline there. They had like a tourist board thing. So I've got loads of little leaflets. It was like really worth going. And there were some lovely people that I got chatting to in, in the oh, queue cool. for various bits and pieces. It started raining and this lovely lady just shared her umbrella with me without saying anything and then I got chatting to her so (laughs) (laughs) excellent but yeah it was a really nice day everyone seemed very friendly and very happy to have it there was like music they had some really famous chef in who was doing um pilaf is like one of the national dishes and it's kind of like a pilaf so rice with bits mixed into it meats and veg and stuff mixed in yeah and they had this really famous chef that they'd flown over who lots of people travelled for miles just to get his food. Right. So she had friends from, like, um, Birmingham that had travelled down and, like, Portsmouth and stuff who'd come in just to have this man's food. It was like, he's a really big deal. And there were people, like, having photographs and autographs with him. And (laughs) And you were like, what? I was like, I don't know who he is. (laughs) And there was um, a lot of pop stars and, you know, music people that they'd flown in or... Blimey. The festival that were performing. So you thought they'd come to see you, didn't you? Yeah, I've probably seen some really famous like Uzbek artists, but I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) But the upshot of that is on Monday, so the place that I got my food from, which was like dumplings, um, they've got a stand, a regular stand just in Kennington, which isn't that far from Waterloo. So the three of us are gonna go there and meet up. And sort our holiday out and rebook it. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that'll be good. Um, and then after the, the festival, I went to the UK B-Boy Championships. So I right. at the festival briefly. Yeah. Uh, that was good. A bit busier than last year, finally. I sat upstairs this time because I wanted to be able to see properly. And everyone was upstairs, so that's where the crowds were. It oh, was good. good. Yeah, Excellent. good. Um, and I did my class with Geraldine Dark. My little one to one. Yes. Yeah, she was lovely. And, very lovely. Um yep. she, we did the sugar paste stuff this time. Yeah. And I'm gonna go back in a week or so, which will be about a month later, two months yep. later, and we're gonna do the royal icing stuff that she's been experimenting with. Okay. Yeah. So how was it? How was it? Did you learn lots? 
Um, it was more of a refresher. I learned something. So there's lots of different ways of doing the same thing. And I'd only really done sort of one way. Yeah. So I learned a few bits. Yeah. Got to look through all her like folders and booklets and all her pictures from years ago. So I took a couple of photos of stuff. I sent you her Royal Ice Rocks, didn't I? That was the picture that I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> because if you see that in person, the texture on it is just incredible. Um, yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. And cool. she also gave me some ideas for things that I've been trying to figure out. Like some, oh, really? Some options to try. Yeah, so like the marbling that I was trying to figure out, she gave me some suggestions of how to try it. Oh. So... That's good. It's sometimes yeah. it's nice to bounce stuff off of people. Yeah, as definitely. Because well, they, they just see things in different ways. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I went to go and see Heathers, the musical. I got tickets to that uh, at Dartford, actually. Yeah. But have you heard of, like, Show Film First? No. They're one of the seat-filling things, so you get cheap or free tickets to stuff, and you just basically pay a booking fee a lot of the time. So this was okay. like very last minute free ticket to a matinee. So I was like, yeah, why not? Oh, it's cool. local. I'll go. Yeah. Uh, hadn't seen the film. Didn't really know what it was about. And all I knew was it was high schooly. I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> was it good though? It was good. It was good. Quite unexpected, but but good. I think it has like a real sort of dedicated fan base that's all I'm going to say there's okay. a lot of people who knew a lot about it and I was like I know nothing about the show <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the film no do you know what it's about nope <laughs> it, it, so it's kind of high school but it's kind of horror movie and okay. like the morals are very questionable there's a lot of murder there's like <laughs> all sorts of random things going on lots of uh lots of subjects covered in oh, maybe really? not the way you'd expect them to be covered yeah okay yeah. <laughs> okay. an interesting choice <laughs> right it sounds yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah it was it was not what I was expecting uh I was expecting something a bit more high school musical which could not have been further from it <laughs> <laughs> perfect um and I have joined TikTok. I saw <laughs> I saw <laughs> and very good it was too. Thank you. I had the whole of two posts so far. Uh I am little whisker cakes on TikTok as well. So I will be Can I just say I don't think I've done more. much more than two. <laughs> not. Do you know what? Three. I really like it as an editing platform. It's really good. Is as it? an editing platform, yeah. Yeah. And I think you get a lot more engagement on TikTok because the algorithm is a bit more um, right. spontaneous in the same way that Instagram used to be. So it reacts to what you're looking at and what you're doing rather than pushing paid stuff to you so much. Yeah, yeah. Because I find if, I'm, if I look on my Instagram, a lot of it's people that I don't follow and a lot of it is stuff that I'm not necessarily into and like your posts okay. don't seem to get seen by a lot of people on Instagram okay. a lot of people that don't follow you whereas on TikTok a lot you do get a lot more visibility I think okay I don't know I don't I don't do a huge amount on TikTok I don't know a huge amount about TikTok. <laughs> it, it um interests me very little um, yeah yeah it's only because my daughter makes me do it <laughs> Uh, no I found the video editing very easy on there okay a lot better than the Instagram options and the phone options it can't be that difficult because I did manage to work it out myself while my daughter was at school that time I don't don't, I'm sure we were talking about it ages ago but I did somehow manage to record a bit of a fluke really but so it can't be that difficult no (laughs) it's not (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) Yeah. so uh, what have you done other than tiktok (laughs) other than tiktok i haven't even looked at tiktok since uh since back then whatever um what have i done um well apart from invigilate because the blooming gcse's have been going on for the whole of june oh yeah um i think i I think i worked out considering i only do it as and when i can um i've done something like 
nearly a week's worth of hours, 37 or something. Wow, okay. Yeah, I know. I seem to have been in a lot more than I actually planned to, Um, of which a lot of it was, I spent a lot of it doing uh, admin stuff. Um, purely because well I was helping I was helping the exams officer out but uh, because my son was in doing GCSEs so they tried to keep us separate just in case I've got any knowledge of what he's doing (laughs) and communicating with winks or facial expressions (laughs) do you know what I'd stand more chance of communicating with his mates than with him (laughs) because he just looks at me and gives me a look like don't look at me. <laughs> so, whereas his mates will actually smile at me. So, so it's not really a problem. Um, and then I've done, now I can't remember whether I'd done one wedding cake the last time we spoke. You'd done the blue one with the eucalyptus. I'd done the navy one. So yeah. so since then I've done another two, um, all of which seem to be quite, I seem to get quite uh, labour intensive cakes. Yeah. Um, which I like. I do like. You are designing them, Sam. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's what I like is that yeah. they are designed for them. So they're not kind of off the shelf. Um, this is, I've seen this, you know, uh, this is, yeah, kind of, yeah. Let's, let's tweak it to your personality, to what you want. Um, so I sent one to Coltsford Mill in Surrey, which, was a bit of a traumatic one. Uh, I think maybe we should we could have a whole discussion around that cake. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe at the end of the wedding season we should like yeah. reflect. I could ref- do a reflection on <laughs> <laughs> on how the season went and what uh, what I should do next time or shouldn't do. Um, yeah. And then I took one to Hever Castle last Thursday, which was a a, a lovely thirty degree heat um yeah and heaver's pavilion doesn't have aircon so that's a yeah that's that's interesting um coltsford mill did have aircon but they didn't turn it on uh so (laughs) that was also interesting okay (laughs) um but both beautiful venues um yeah and i have just received the most wonderful reviews yesterday three reviews in one day just pinged back I'm like oh my goodness <laughs> so that's really nice that's um, lovely uh oh don't tell anyone don't tell anyone erica mm. i've signed up to uh cake international competition oh uh with gwen so gwen is one of our sugarcraft guild members and um, we decided, so, so no one in our guild wants to take over the running of the exhibition table. Yeah. And Gwen Blesser has done it for years and would like to kind of step back from doing it. Yeah. There's a lot of coordination that kind of that goes into it. And she did it with um, a lot of help, although it wasn't probably as much help last year as, as I could. Well, no, I couldn't have been, but um, it, it's quite difficult because it comes in wedding season. So that mm-hmm. then kind of I have to prioritise, um, yeah. which left her with quite a lot of work to do. Uh, so we wanted to see if anybody would take it over, but they they wouldn't so we currently don't plan on doing the guild table next year Mm. but because we both get itchy fingers (laughs) Mm. we've we've entered Ah. so yeah so we've uh we've done that i've booked out i've booked our airbnb already Mm. done that absolutely done we've had one planning meeting and that's it (laughs) (laughs) And that's as far as we've got. Okay. You know, the thoughts there currently, I've yeah, ordered yeah. some dummies. We're all good. So if they're only allowing a limited number of entries. Sorry, it's not me care, having a wee. Sorry, I'm just in. pouring out a cup of tea. <laughs> if they're only allowing a limited number of entries in this yep. category you're entering, um, are they still doing first, second and third prizes? I don't know. 
Because that could be quite lucrative because the odds are very much reduced. <laughs> they are, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and they do cash prizes, so... Her, is that is that for each category? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I yeah. I won know. a um, cash prize for my seconds that I got. Oh, well done. Years oh. ago. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know in November yeah. <laughs> when we when we come. Well, eighth. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't sound bad, does it? When you come eighth? No. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I think I've got a lot of work on my hands to do. Hmm. Sounds like um, it. Yeah. Uh, so what else have I done? Have I done anything else that's exciting? Um, oh, yes. Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm. Um, I took my two daughters down to um, a place called... But Hang on a minute. Let me get this right. It's Bush... Bush... Oh, no, I'm not even going to try. Let me find it. Um, we did... Raku, uh, a Raku oh. workshop at Willow Bushcraft, which is wow. near Ashford in Kent. Yeah, and uh, so we each decorated um, two pots each. Let me ping them over to you because I'm well impressed. It was yeah. so so good because you just have got no idea what you're going to get. As yeah. a result of putting it in the in the fire, yeah, um, that's all of them, and they're going to go on display. Oh, in the Turner at Margate. What? So got, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> For one day, one day. You've now had um, art exhibited at the Turner Gallery. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so she's. So she's got funding. I'll I'll send you over the thing. So it's all about it was about mental health actually. It's called okay. Out Out of the Fire Installation. And let me just read you because I thought this actually was quite nice. Uh so so this was run by Mona Witten of uh, Mona Witten Art. And yeah. you may recall me of mentioning her before because she I went and did the stained glass yeah. with her. Um, so I just follow her on uh, on Facebook. In fact, actually, she's, she's coming down to our guild on Wednesday night uh, to do lino uh, mm. carving stuff. Uh, so this is, let me just read this because I think this is quite nice. Uh, Into the Fire installation is a concept of visual artist Mona Witten. Once complete, it consists of 300 uniquely decorated pots installed together to form one cohesive piece. Through her piece, she seeks to raise um, awareness of mental health issues. So within society, reminding us that there is always hope. Uh, Each bowl represents a person unique and proud to highlight their breakages as part of their story, which adds to their beauty. So if a pot breaks, it'll be glued back together and it will be, and the breaks are highlighted with gold leaf. A nod to okay. the traditional Japanese practice of kintsugi, whereby yeah. breaks and cracks are celebrated as an important part of the story behind the item, not something to be hidden. I thought actually that's it fits really well. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Apart from the one pot that did explode into about two hundred pieces in the third <laughs> one. <laughs> Sorry, you are breaking beyond repair. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really, really lovely. In fact, actually, um, oh, what did I say that place was called? Bush Willow, uh, Bushcraft. Willow Bushcraft is absolutely it's a gorgeous place to uh, to go to, mm. um, and it's run by a lady who used to be a teacher, and she gave up teaching during COVID, and she just works um, at this at this place and so they do lots of lots of uh creative um stuff there and they have stuff like uh like well-being for men and for women and you can just go down there and you can just chill around the fire and drink tea or they've got hammocks and you can lay in the hammocks or they do willow weaving or they do different craft things and yeah sounds great Mm, yeah 
does. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I recommend it. But it would be so nice to see when all these pots are, well, you can't, it's invitation only to the turner. I was going to um, say you're going to go, but obviously not then. <laughs> no, uh, but it's then going to go into the Pentagon Centre at Chatham. Um, and then I believe it's going to go uh, be displayed in Gravesend. And then we should be able to get our pots back in November. Okay. So, so we do get them eventually. We do. Yeah, they eventually circulate back to us, which would be quite nice. Yeah. Uh, no. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a really lovely day. Considering it was so hot yesterday, mm. um, we were Being kind the of woods, work, I bet it was quite nice. It was quite nice. We were in kind of like dapple shade and... Yeah. I mean, it did it did take us of I don't know from Gravesend down there it was about 45 minutes in the car um okay. but with aircon going I have to say it was really mm. nice <laughs> so yes that's what I've been up to mm. it was lots of fun <laughs> highlight of my month painting pots <laughs> good <laughs> shall we talk about some new things shall we yeah shall we Cool. Okay. What's well, on your list? Uh, well, mainly what you've given me. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the same things this month, safe to say. But yeah, I, I, I can't say I'd seen an awful lot this month. Although I thought I'd seen same. more than I had, actually. But, you know, um, and it's not really, ex- well, I don't think it's very exciting. So um, I've got Squire's Kitchen. Ice in whitener. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really exciting. £4.50. Job done. Move on. <laughs> yeah, 80 grams, oil-based, vegetarian yeah. and vegan. Uh, yeah. Contains E171, interestingly, so yeah. will not be being sold outside of the UK. No, I just, yeah, it didn't, hey-ho. Um, and the rest of it is probably, well, you may as well talk about the rest of it because I think the rest of it has... Apart from the only other thing that I saw was the miniature confectionery mould, which is the same thing that you'd seen from Karen Davis. Um, yeah. Yeah, go on, you talk about it, because I hadn't actually looked into it. Oh, so there's two new moulds from Karen Davis. There's the miniature confectionery mould that you have mentioned. Yeah. This looks really nice, actually. Um, it's lots of little pieces. So you've got... Hang on, there is actually a list. Why have I clicked on the pictures? Because I've better off reading the description. <laughs> Ice cream, ice cream sundae, Battenberg donut, cupcakes, cake slice, ice lolly, gummy bear, milkshake, sweets, chocolate bar, spoon and piping bag. But they remind me of the little earrings that Molly oh, Molly Robbins. was doing. Yeah. yeah. But obviously they weren't done in sugar, they were done in resin. Yeah. But the little gummy bears and all that sort of thing and the yes. donuts. Yes. I think it could be, if you're arty, that could be quite multi-purpose and you could make little phone charms out of it and all that sort of stuff as well. So yes. it's quite like that. I think for cupcake toppers, cupcake toppers, they would actually be really cute as well. Mm. And then there's the miniature mermaid mould. And this one gives you two mermaids, a dolphin, a seahorse, a turtle, a starfish and five shells. And it's it's a little cartoon mermaid. So one's got the hair up in like a top knot, sort of Rugrats kind of style top knot, I think. <laughs> uh, and the other one has got, I was going to say a plait, but maybe it's not a plait. Maybe it's just long hair that's down and goes behind their back. Yeah. Let me see. They're kind of cartoony with like mm. big, big wide eyes and yeah, arms big that head, are out of sight. They, yeah. yeah. Oversized. Yeah, yeah oversized head. Uh, they're both £14 each, those moulds. Okay. If you're interested in them. Patchwork cutters have got some new combo cutters, they're calling them. It looks like there's only two designs so far. So there's a fox and there's a highland cow. And this is essentially a set of two cutters. So you get one cutter for the detail. And then you get one cutter to cut out around the outside of the detail so I'd imagine they're using them designing them as like cookie cutters so you get one as the cookie cutter and then one as the embosser for okay. the top so you can cut out with one and then detail with the other so it's perfect for use with cookie dough fondant sugar paste royal icing and rolled buttercream mm, I'm saying that's the first time I've seen anything from patchwork for ages yeah they've not brought out anything for a while have they really no uh, and the the fox is exactly the same sort of thing. It's 
it's a two-piece cutter. So I'm guessing there's going to be more to this range when it does eventually take off a bit more. Mm. Um, that was they're eight pounds fifty each for them. Okay. Yeah. And what else? Color Mill Aqua Blend. <clears throat> so this was actually out last month, but it we saw it like the oh, I saw it the day after we recorded. Um, Color Mill have brought out twenty mil Aqua Blend water-based food coloring so their normal bottles are oil-based these are water-based so these are suitable for royal icing and macarons 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 oh remind me i've got something else you can say it now because i have finished oh okay <laughs> uh, they're between 450 and 7.99 depending on the color maybe or the size i'm not sure why but yeah. <laughs> I just remembered there was something else that kept coming through my um emails. Yeah. Uh, bear bear with me a second. It's Suzanne Esper. Oh, okay. Um bear with, bear with. Where are you, Suzanne? Come back. She's uh she keeps releasing new ranges of uh dust colours. Oh okay. But she's released some that are specifically for macaron colouring. Um and they actually looked quite quite vibrant oh, so i was quite okay. interested in those if i can find them i shall let you know bear with i can always sing whilst i'm trying to look let me just google her that's what i was doing yeah might be quicker aha uh-huh. i've gone susan esper dust macaron and it's come up <laughs> uh, yeah that was sensible wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Dust colours. Let's see if I get it via the other way. Oh yes, okay. So thirty-two edible macaron set, uh, one hundred and eighty-three pounds. Should you want the whole lot of how of thirty-two colours? That is thirty-two. Yeah, um, but you can buy them individually, and she's got them on sale currently for six pounds. Um. But I actually quite like the way because sometimes you put colours into macarons and they just fade quite a lot. Yeah. So I thought these actually came out quite vibrant. Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, It says you can use French or Italian macarons as well as meringue, buttercream, ganache, fondant and flour paste. 100% suitable for EU and UK. Vegetarian and vegan, gluten-free, titanium dioxide-free. Each pot is 10 mil. Mm-hmm. So more tips, watch my how-to videos. So she's done some how-to videos as well. Mm. Looking um, through the colours on the, her website, they're really lovely colours. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Like you didn't make it sound like something that I was into and now I've seen the colours and like, <laughs> really they, like them. They are nice, <laughs> aren't they? She's yeah. got really good photography as well. So she's just gone for mm. like a plain contrasting colour black background yes. in a sort of a bowl with multicolour splatters filled mm. up with the macarons. And it really just it really makes them pop, doesn't it? Colours. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. But she's, let me have a look because she has started to bring out, oh, there you go. She's got new by the side of her premium edible luster dust colours as well. So she started to. Um, you know, along with her uh, flower making kind of stuff, bring mm. out her own range of dust colours. And I did wonder how it was going to work because there was a lot of people doing this. Yeah. Uh, but actually, she's got some she's got some nice colours that I think could enhance what you might already have in your pot. If that yeah, you know, if that makes sense. Um, because it, the one thing that you just don't want to do is just you buy something and then you find out that you've got it or you've got something very, very similar Yeah. to it. Yeah. But actually, she's got some nice stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, that's my – that was my add-on. I did remember there was something last <laughs> Well, thank you for adding on. <laughs> that's all right. Anytime. <laughs> don't call me lastminute.com, will you? <laughs> <laughs> right that's that's it on the on the new things okay the segment that i'd completely forgotten about yes <laughs> we've done it now yeah uh, so what you probably were thinking about was our main topic which this month is gadgets and technology it is yes hmm yes i was pondering it yeah and i was thinking crikey what te- you know when you start thinking what technology do we actually use yeah in the kitchen 
without, well, you know, whilst caking. And then mm. I suddenly thought, oh my goodness. So I've got in my kitchen, if we're talking mm. kind of techie gadgets, I'm thinking yeah. I've got an edible printer. Yeah. Which I actually don't use that much, but it comes in handy every so often. And yeah. I usually color myself whilst having to redo the inks. <laughs> Um, and then my dehydrator, oh, which okay. I actually love. I, See, I, I use bought, that more than. I bought a air fryer and that's got a dehydrate option on it that I haven't tried yet. Oh, you'll love it. Yeah. What do you dehydrate? Um, I do. Um, I do use it for a lot of runouts. Not that I do a lot of runouts, but yeah. that. Uh, wedding cake that I just did that went to Colts of Mill had runouts on oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I used it then, and it was a godsend because it sped up my process. Mm. And I was able to, because I did um, kind of like, I, I had to make their son. That's <laughs> strange. Um, and he was wearing obviously a jumper, and, you know, there was lots of colors. Yeah. So it meant that I could dry. Uh, elements okay. yeah, yeah, quicker um without it all bleeding together yeah yeah so I really liked I, re- I do like it for that kind of stuff okay um but yeah so what have you have you got gadgets in your kitchen or um, stuff in your I've kitchen got a couple you? of gadgets that I don't really use very often I've got a pasta machine which I bought for Sugarcraft and I bought it after we did a workshop with Natasha Shamali doing um, fabric type flowers and it was all rolling your modeling paste really really thin and then folding it and she used the pasta machine to roll her modeling paste super thin and super flat because obviously it's difficult to roll modeling paste that flat because it's got it's got a lot of strength so you end up when you press hard it's hard to press hard mm-hmm. and evenly so she was using the pasta machine I was like oh my god it's so easy I'm gonna use this all the time no yeah. <laughs> bought it it's been in the cupboard the only thing I use it for is my fast food demo and I use it to make noodles okay. that is the only time it gets used <laughs> Do you, is yours is yours a manual one or is it yeah of, yeah no it's a yeah. manual one I've got one of those and it is likewise it's in the garage and even though I do a lot of flowers I still hand roll and I yeah. know I know it would be quicker but I, I do find I get a lot of well I think it would if I if I rolled if I rolled out a reasonable amount yeah because you, you get a lot of paste it. don't you and then you could cut and cover yeah. it yeah but I still for me some of it is still not thin enough so I still, mm. I'd have to get it to a certain, and, and then, you know, and then re-roll yeah. it still. Yeah, um, I think it's probably more like a commercial thickness, the thinnest yes. one, rather than a, like a competition yeah. thickness. Yeah. But for modelling paste, like if you're making clothes or something, it'd roll it perfectly yeah. thin. And... I just think it takes me, it would take me as long to go and dig it out as it would yeah. for me just to roll it. Yeah, I mean, mine's in the kitchen, but it's at the back of the cupboard and I've got to take out. It's not a lot in front of it. It's like a bottle of oil and something else and, like, at the moment, some burger mix. And then then it comes and then the box is there. But even that, I'm like, well, by the time I've done that, I could have rolled it myself. (laughs) So that was a complete waste of time, quite frankly. But I do use it for one of my demos, so maybe not. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend. Wouldn't recommend buying one new. Apparently, you can get lots of really good bargains on them if you want one. Yeah. from Facebook Marketplace because there's so many people who have bought them and never used them. Yes. So if you want a pass machine, don't buy a new one, buy a second-hand one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, I would agree. Um, and then actually, now things are coming to mind, I suppose, um, gadget, I don't know, what do you call these? Where does a gadget stop and a, and a tool and a piece of equipment yeah. start? Because, I mean, my mixer, I couldn't live without that. Um, yeah, that's absolutely a gadget. Yeah. Yeah, my um, mixer does get a lot of use. But I yeah. don't have a stand mixer like you. I've just got a hand mixer. Yeah, no, I've got a stand mixer. Once I couldn't hold. live without it. Could not live without it. Um, and what about an airbrush? Oh, yeah. Airbrush is definitely a gadget. I barely yeah. use mine. I rarely use it, but it has come. The thing is, you kind of have these gadgets and you put them away and then they come out. 
they're kind of like invaluable when you need them. Yeah, I do use my airbrush a lot more than I use my pasta machine. So I use yeah. it for airbrushing solids colours, like yeah. my lips cake, I airbrushed that. Yeah. Um, all my animal and dinosaur type stuff I've airbrushed. Yeah. So anything where I want a sort of earthy natural look I will tend to airbrush rather than try to dust or colour so yeah I suppose I do use it a fair amount actually mm. I just guess maybe for wedding cakes there's less need yeah I don't use it as much now as I used to when I was doing celebration cakes yeah that's for sure um, yeah and the only thing I do find is a right faff is kind of cleaning up after it unless you completely block out you know I mean you can put a box up all you like <laughs> it still goes in the air yeah yeah um, so I do find that a bit of a a bit of a faff oh and I suppose while you're on those kind of subjects is my microwave okay and I use that quite a lot for making ganache yeah and I use it for softening paste as well yeah so those kind of those kind of gadgets techie stuff yeah. I do use um, and then I was kind of like wondering about uh, 3D printers. Oh, yeah. And the making cutters and stuff. Not that I've got yeah. one. But, yeah. Um, and what's They're still very th- expensive, aren't they? And it it'll is. be a massive investment for a cutter that you could buy for like Absolutely. £5. Why would you spend well, like 500 <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many cutters do you need? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you're going to actually turn it into a business and sell it. Yeah. Then... Oh, don't, or use yeah, it for something not. else as well, then yeah, it's yeah. Not. Um, and 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 then you'd have to buy a decent one because you need to be able to make sure it cuts properly. Yeah, and I don't think it would really save you time because also you'd be responsible for making the not the template, but for programming in the exact right yeah. dimensions and size that you want. When actually, yeah. it's much quicker just to buy it rather yeah. than to... Well, that's why I stopped selling um, edible prints because mm. actually by the time someone emails over what they want and you've had to play around with it because yeah. it's come through wrong or you've got to go back to them and say, look, it's come through wrong. Can you resend it how you want it? Um, yeah. And then half of them can't use like a PDF or whatever. Yeah. Um. Actually, for whatever the six ninety five or whatever it was, I was selling it for. I actually want to sell yeah. it for about forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've done three hours worth of work, yeah. and you've used my materials. <laughs> yeah, and if if the uh, print heads are then jammed or not, you need if you're going to do three D, if you're going to do sorry, if you're going to do edible prints and you're going to sell them, you really need to be doing it on a daily basis. Yeah, just so that the printer keeps working. Yeah, because it makes I've heard it huge. That yeah, the ink dries out in it and then causes problems, doesn't it? Oh, um, um, ridiculous amount of problems. And I, I mean, I had to use it for the wedding cake um, mm. that I just did with all of the picture frames on and stuff. And yeah. all I needed it for was a tiny, tiny little print of a Chelsea football logo and a Liverpool football logo. Mm. And I had to clean the entire printer down for oh, it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. And, and that's what, that's when it becomes time-consuming and costly. Um, yeah. And you don't mind so much. When you're doing it for yourself, and I know kind of like business-wise, it's still not great because you're spending all your time doing this. But um, just to do that in-house is, mm. you know, is easier. But if you're doing it, you become reluctant to do it for somebody when the time – versus what you're actually delivering for somebody is just it doesn't work yeah yeah um, another gadget I've got that I don't use very much is my sugar shaper and I don't know why I don't use it it just doesn't occur to me to use it very often ooh, like the clay gun thing yes because there's so many things you can do with it and I just don't like I really rarely use it yeah see I think I think I've started to use those kind of things a lot more doing my classes okay yeah um, yes yeah, I think that's where you use it is if you're doing yeah. classes or that but left to your own devices and making cakes yeah don't really touch it no no I think that um the other thing my um ribbon cutter my ribbon, ribbon cutter. cutter yeah what's that oh as in to make the- edible ribbon 
yeah, or to cut it's a, real ribbon. Yeah, no, it's a um, it's it's a uh, FMM, I think. Um, it just cuts strips. Oh yeah, yeah. It cuts lots of strips, and you can, and it's got discs on it that, yeah. and you can change the width of the discs. I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've used that a lot in my classes recently, and I've actually used it on my wedding cakes as well recently. Oh, okay. So it started, it's one of those things that I've had and I've put away for ages and ages and ages. And mm. then it's kind of started to resurface. And I'm like, oh, actually, that would that would do me what I want pretty quick yeah. and get me the same size for everything. Yeah, I never use my ribbon cutter. Never. No. And I would have said that a few months ago, that I never yeah. use it. But yeah. recently, I started to use it interesting um yeah it's trying it's hard to think of all of the yeah. all of the things that you that you acquire i would put edible pens into the gadget category because really that would just be a paintbrush and some yes. dust color or and some alcohol or like a liquid color yeah but edible pens the amount of times i've seen them at shows i'm like oh my god that's such a good idea for this and this and this and you get them barely touch them do you know what? I use them. I use them for cookies. That's the only thing I really use them for, and I use them for stuff that's not what I thought I would use them for. I thought I'd use them for like models and doing eyeballs and like yeah. eyebrows and stuff. Don't don't do it for that at all. No. Do you know what I use them for? Mm. <laughs> I use them for marking the dowels in the cakes. Yeah, that's a so, good idea. <laughs> so so it's an edible food color. Yeah, um, good idea. So when I pull those out, I can cut. And yeah. you know, it doesn't matter that he's now touched the cake or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I used I use them for marking out on cookies, so mark, drawing your lines for yeah. where you're going to flood. Yeah. Um, and I use them on like my tattoo cutouts workshop. I use them for drawing oh, yes. around the the designs to give yeah. like a nice solid black line. Yeah. Because a pen's easier to control for me than a um a paintbrush. Oh, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, right. I mean the amount of stuff that I must have in my garage. Yeah, that I just don't, I don't use. Yeah, um, I've got some other things on my list that yeah, I cool. think what were, were gadgety. Yeah, but I don't have one. Droji kiss. Oh yeah, no, I haven't got one of those. No, so they were the little gadgets to pick up the little balls and stick to your cake. Yeah, I, I don't use. I don't use the little balls anyway. I've got perhaps of them that will last me a lifetime. So. I Do certainly you know what, don't though? need an applicator for them. No. Do you know what, though? I have got a wedding cake coming up that I do need to put them on, but I've got to do all different sizes. Uh, okay. Um, and I don't think that that would... Not that I want to invest in one of those just for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't... Yeah, I hadn't thought about that one. Yeah. yeah also, Agbay. Oh, God. Ag- yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one of I- those. Given like given endless amounts of money, that's something that I'd be like, oh god, it'll be so good to have yeah. it because you just push your cake through it and it's cut, yeah, and it's even and it's sharp and it doesn't move around. So yeah, but I st- I just use my I don't know what you what do you call them? What's the thing with the wire? Oh, I, I do don't know, even use that. I just use a bread knife. Oh really? Oh no, yeah. I do use because I've broken so many wires on those things that I was like, this is pointless. Really? How tough is your cake? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, a lot tougher than yours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've um, broken loads of wires. They bend and then they snap. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've never had I've never had that problem. Um, but yeah, so it does it does work. I used to back in the day when I first started out. I used to get cocktail sticks because my mm. cutting with a bread knife is not good. I can't yeah, go. I can't. But. If you're coating the cake, no one sees the whole of the inside at the same time, do they? No, it's got to be but, roughly right. Yeah, but that's the thing is, I my roughly right is not roughly right. So okay. I used a cocktail stick <laughs> mark yeah, yeah. down, and then I'd cut through because you guarantee yeah. I'd cut through at an angle. I am yeah. so bad, so I needed to have it all lined up again, <laughs> so okay. the cake was actually straight. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So what else you got on your list? Um, Sheeta. Oh gosh, that's very advanced. <laughs> yeah, and I, I that's so expensive. So these are the gadgets that roll out yeah. sugar paste, and I think they're more for like commercial bakeries than home kitchens. Yeah, it probably take up most of my worktop. 
So yeah. that's that's a big no. Like if I if I'm not using a passing machine, then I'm definitely not using a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's again it's something to get your money's worth out of it you'd need to be using it very regularly yeah yeah um, definitely yeah hmm. anything else or i suppose if you're if you can't physically roll out anymore then that is yes. an option isn't it like if you know if you've got injuries yeah. or what have you that means that you can't it allows you to carry on um yeah i suppose some sort of molds and cuts and veiners fall into this because i think that that's what a lot of gadgety people will buy a lot of folds and cutters and veiners and then realise that they never use any of them. Uh, yeah, I've probably got quite a few of those. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Although, saying that, I've got a lot and I really like them. I just don't have the reason to use them. Yeah, and I think that's it, isn't it? Mm. A lot of With a lot of these gadgets, it's not that you don't like them, it's that you've yeah. got no need for them. They're yeah. not... Um, yeah. useful and I've also decided that actually like mold, there's a lot of other ways of doing stuff like molding yes. stuff yourself yeah. um, and creating it yourself um, and I think that's a problem with all the mold is that you're limited to that size yes and that's not necessarily the size that you want so yeah, yeah. totally agree yeah it's never the right yeah. size never the right no, size no no and then to add to the list, there's also ChatGPT to give you uh, ideas and direction for stuff. Oh. So I put into ChatGPT, so you can do a certain amount of free searches, and I said topic ideas for my Sugarcraft podcast. Now, the prompts that you can give it, the more specific you are, the more yeah. useful they are. So that was quite a generic one. Yeah. I could have said, you know, that's based in this country, between this and this amount of time, or what have you. And it's given me 10 suggestions. So they are. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Introduction to Sugarcraft, A Beginner's Guide to Basics. Yeah. Number two, Sugar Flowers, Tips and Techniques for Creating Beautiful Blooms. Number three, Cake Decorating Trends, What's Hot and What's Not in Sugarcraft. <laughs> Number four, Buttercream, sorry, fondant versus buttercream, pros and cons of each frosting type. Uh-huh. Number five, how to price your sugar craft business, finding the sweet spot. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Number six, edible art, pushing the boundaries of sugar craft. Mm-hmm. Number seven, sugar craft for special occasions, birthdays, weddings, and other celebrations. Okay. Number eight, sugarcraft disasters, how to avoid and recover from common mistakes. <laughs> okay. Number nine, sugarcraft tools and equipment, must-haves and helpful gadgets. Oh, yes. And number 10, sugarcraft techniques and recipes from around the world. Oh. Now, what I find interesting about this is that chat GPT is essentially a, like a glorified search engine it doesn't think for itself it gets trained by the data that you put into it and then it uses that to to make suggestions so there'll be people inputting data in who are employed to input data into chat gpt they're not paid very well it's tiring work um and the data that they put in is what it will use to make a decision so if you say ideas for a sugar craft podcast it yeah. will go right podcast okay this is what's a podcast this is what's sugar craft mm. and then kind of you know churn out something no, churn out something based on the information that has been inputted into it so it's yeah. not really churning out new ideas it's searching for stuff that's already in there so it depends where it's been trained okay. as to what you're going to get out yeah. but in theory we are one of the few Sugarcraft podcasts. There are maybe four or five others. So yeah. this list should be an amalgamation of topics that all four of us have at some point either covered or cover regularly. <laughs> That'll be Sammy and Bronya then. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think, like, there's stuff in there that actually we've already talked about. They've just given I do. It different names. Yes. Well, I wasn't sure whether actually you'd put that in recently and it's come up with that or you've taken that and that's where we've got our list of of one of our list of topics as a result of. I put this this in in March, March 2023. So even though it sounds like it's giving us new ideas, actually, this is stuff that we've done. 
we've done and that <laughs> everyone else has done and it's maybe oh, just okay. packaged slightly differently which is interesting but yeah. you absolutely could use that to give you ideas for stuff yeah um, it's not really ideas it's kind of returning back the information that other people have put into it yeah but there are some applications for it stuff like writing captions for your instagram and stuff you know you can use it for caption writing absolutely oh see i've never thought of it yeah that's why i don't do social media because i just can't i can come up with ideas to create cakes but i can't come up with ideas for social media I'm rubbish. and it can give you that but also you need to spend the time on it it's not necessarily a quick and all done because the amount of time you put putting yeah. in your specific needs yeah could have been spent doing you know yeah what what you want it it's not it's only as good as the data that's been put into it so it's not really going to come out with anything completely new it's going to no. come out with things that already exist but it might have put them together in a different way it might have paired things up differently yeah i mean i guess it might give you ideas then to explore and take further so yeah. you might you might not have started off with you know you might or, or you might not end up with the idea that came from it but it might spark an idea yeah definitely, something else definitely yeah yeah absolutely okay yeah yeah so if you uh, if you hear us dropping an episode that's called yeah <laughs> <laughs> an introduction to sugarcraft a beginner's guide to basics yeah <laughs> wonder where that came from <laughs> yeah you know where it is <laughs> excellent next month Erica <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of next month actually we are oh, going to yeah. take next month next month it's August we're going to take August off because it's a very busy one and I'm going away on holiday <laughs> yeah we don't have time so we're just going to take the summer off and then yes. come back in September so yeah all refreshed and weary of <laughs> weddings <laughs> <laughs> yeah well maybe that can be our little uh, wedding season reflection it can be i'll still have two more cakes to have done by then but we can there will yeah, certainly be some reflection come out in september though won't it so yes yeah there'll definitely be some reflecting needed to be done <laughs> <laughs> yeah the do's and don'ts don't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah right shall we do our ones to watch yeah let's, let's okay do you want to do yours first yeah why not go on then my one to watch this month is matt bernstein and on instagram he is matt m-a-t-t-x-i-v mm. uh, so this is matt bernstein he's a friendly queer jew with long na- very long nails <laughs> and i really enjoy matt's posts um, this sort of ties in with Pride Month, which was in June, but we're recording in June, so you know. Um, <laughs> we're flexible. Yeah, he's he's very entertaining, but he's also got quite a sort of serious message as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of pushed back against all the anti LGBTQ rhetoric, really, mm. and sort of part tongue in cheek and part actual solid facts. So some of the posts are more serious. Um, there's one up near the top which is um sort of the question of how there's so many young people lgbtq all of a sudden where are all the middle-aged queer people and there's a picture of uh, the san francisco gay men's chorus in 1993 um the seven men in white with surviving choir members while the 115 in black have all died of aids and yeah Mm. it's quite stark isn't it yeah yeah makes you think yeah uh, so some of it is quite serious like that. Some of it's quite entertaining. So there's um, one about banning gender reaffirm- gender affirming treatment and talking about people's levels of regret. So it's 1% regret their gender affirming treatment. Here are some treatments and procedures with higher regret rates. So there's lots of pictures. Uh, 12% of people regret getting a tattoo. Up to 20% regret getting their knee replacement. (laughs) 21% of people regret their corrective spinal surgery. Regret across all surgeries is 14%. 10% of people regret having children. (laughs) (laughs) And 52% regret taking out student loans. Uh, All of these things are sourced. Like the sources are there. 
So yeah. his comment was, Let, let's ban knee replacements. You know, so there's <laughs> some of it is quite silly and tongue in cheek, but it's also making like a really serious point. Yes. And um, quite a, a sensible, like, look at what's going on in the world and maybe how to mm. push back against it. Yeah. And um, lots of different fun, fun graphics and... You know, it's it quite is. bright it's and colourful and essentially quite a cheery look on things about is. this is, it, it's not sort of going, no, 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 you're wrong. It's more like, this just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I do enjoy reading it, although I have got, I have to say, I'm so slow at reading. So since yeah. you've introduced me uh, to Matt, I'm going to have to sit down now and have a read through. <laughs> Because yeah there is a lot like a lot of the, a lot of the posts are quite wordy because I think that is the very nature of it it's not something that can be explained in a picture necessarily yeah um quite a lot of it is explaining and you know going to different sources and going no actually these are the facts so yeah you know what's going on here mm-hmm. definitely yeah I'm following I really, Matt now <laughs> yeah I really enjoy their Instagram so go and take a look at it and if it's something that you struggle to explain to other people, then this might help you. Yeah, yeah. really good. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Who have you got? Uh, so my one to watch is a guy called Scott Dow. So he is the, T-H-E, dot, underscore, dot, Dow. And Scott comes from uh, Corey in Pennsylvania in America. And he is, now he describes himself as artist, sculpture, chainsaw artist. Um, mm. And I think you will find, so he works with wood, obviously, chainsaw. I don't know what else I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> could be ice. I mean, it could be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I go with the chisel, but there you go. I, he, so he's got long, well, cakes, long, long cakes. Cakes if of, you're tough. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what you could move on to, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got long planks of wood, um, of which he's then carved. He's not carved into, has he? They they kind of come mm. out of the wood. Um, yeah, they're a relief. I really like that. They are beautiful. They're, so he's got like uh, serpents and uh, crocodiles, and there's one with skulls. The, the the one with skulls was the one that I first saw, and I thought, yeah, wow. Skull, I've just seen the skulls. That's amazing. It is. So that's kind of a bit sort of archaeology type, it is. isn't it? So the workbench or the, the wood is like yes. the ground, and the skulls are coming out of it, and then the one yes. with the serpents. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the wood is the water and the snake's coming out of it. It's very cleverly done. He's used the wood yeah. grain. Um, he's worked with the wood grain. to So where serpents or where uh, crocodiles come out of the water or where they would naturally go in. And, mm. you, and when it's polished up, they just look stunning. Um, yeah. plus, plus, I have to say, I do quite like his taste in music. <laughs> he plays along <laughs> with his... <laughs> enjoying the musical choices i was I, I was i'm not going to play them now but there was a there's a, a few good uh rocky tunes in there um mm. but yeah and the detail he puts on the pieces is incredible as well um uh, I, I i there's not a great deal i can say about them apart from the fact that they're just so awesome the way that he's done them um I wish I could sculpt half as well as that. Yeah, uh, they're amazing. I really love the style. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like the, idea, isn't it? like the way it's the relief coming out of the wood. Yes. Yeah, and some of it is so highly polished. Like the the plank of the wood is highly polished, and then you've got the snake or you know whatever that's coming yeah. out. The crocodile. You know. How does yeah. he work with pieces of wood that are just so big? Um, you yeah. must have one hell of a workshop, is all I can say. <laughs> well, woodwork tends to take up a bit more space than cakes. So. That's true. That's true, yeah. yeah I, might have a str- I might struggle on my dining room table, mine. I? <laughs> yeah, with your chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine going out and trying to, you know, get hold of these pieces of wood and you just like hope mm. that the inside is going to be absolutely, you know, I mean, they're absolutely yeah. stunning. Um, yeah. But I, what what does he do with them afterwards? 
you know who buys these presumably sells them yeah um because you know there's a well there's an arch that he's done which is absolutely amazing i don't know oh no yeah yes Blockhausen 20th anniversary cup so i guess that's a chainsaw carving competition i guess Um, yeah because he's done it over time and there seem to be other people carving other things in the background yeah well, it's the arch, there amazing. is one uh, reel that shows you how they kind of installed it and yeah. put it all together. Um, I think there's no mean feat. No, <laughs> no. Diggers and all sorts. And yeah. You, you really appreciate yeah. the art, I think, when you see it and how it's been constructed and put together and the detail that's in it. Yeah. The hours it's of like work. joinery on a massive scale, isn't it? It is. It is the hours of work that must go into something like that? Ooh, and I'd love to do this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this scale <laughs> in the well, kitchen. The thing, is, the thing is, though, like the smaller you make it, the harder it is, yes, probably, yeah, so, especially in terms of like tools. Because otherwise, things that mm. need to be small are too thin and then they break. Whereas yeah. if you do it bigger, you've actually got a it's a bit more solid you know it's got some pictures of some quality power tools (laughs) yeah well they're all sort of like dremel type tips aren't they yeah on like bigger bigger machines so cool um yeah so yeah go and check him out that's all i can say because i think you will be hugely impressed by what you see Um, that was scott dow it's scott dow yes the dot underscore dot Dow. It is. Yes. Go find him. Yeah. And um, Matt Bernstein was Matt XIV. Yeah. Also, also re- what a contrasting pair we've got this week. <laughs> we have. <laughs> but if nothing else, isn't that what we're all about? <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. Just a contrasting scouring. pair. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? We're just mirroring ourselves, Erica. <laughs> Right, so I guess we're at the end, aren't we? We're at the end yes. this month. Yes, so we are, we yes. are. Thank you once again for listening to us. Um, it's very decent of you to keep following us and listening to us. <laughs> if there's uh, if you really fancy giving us a review, we would love to have a review from you anywhere, anytime. Oh, can I just pop in there and say, someone yeah. bought one of our T-shirts as well? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you if that was you. Yes perfect um so anyway uh back to uh thanking everybody and uh leaving reviews and i'm just going to hand over to erica to finish it off yeah. we are on instagram at the sugarcraft junkies where we'll be posting pictures of things that we have talked about this month uh we may in august may venture onto tiktok we will see huh. how things develop <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay um, yeah we'll be back on the 13th of september with a new episode. yeah so have a lovely summer yes don't fry don't do anything we wouldn't do no, no. and don't melt with the cakes <laughs> yeah good luck good and luck. we'll speak yeah. to you then <laughs> yeah bye, bye.